This episode of 30 Podcasts I'm Not Doing is brought to you by Wait, Wait, Don't Fuck Me Live, a live performance happening on Valentine's Day. Come out Valentine's Day to much more's NYC, 2 Havemeyer Street. Uh, doors open at 8. Tickets are $8. You can find all the information at OurHeroComic.com. Again, Wait, Wait, Don't Fuck Me Live performance, music, drinks, singles at much more's NYC, 2 Havemeyer Street at 8 o'clock. Uh, 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 doors open at 8 o'clock. All right, great. Bye. And let's. Uh, why don't you play something really fun, and then we'll just we'll just play it out, and people don't need to hear me anymore. Let's just do you, you know. Whatever you want to do, Freddie from the Turnbucklers. Uh, here he goes. <laughs> here we, and uh, we're about to play, and uh, this is uh, Fred, Fred, uh, Frederick Ree from the Turn from, from the Turnbucklers uh, playing a song from just improvised, or maybe it's not. We don't know. This is going to be Freddie Ree. Freddie Ree from the Turnbucklers. Going to play a song. Um, uh, just enjoy it. Listen to it. Uh, Fred can be seen uh, in the next 30 seconds. Uh, play. <laughs> Go. All right. We'll get going here. I did grab myself coffee. One of the episodes of this is um, uh, later on is me make because uh, I, I make horrible coffee. I mean, mm. disgusting. <laughs> no one drinks. No one drinks more coffee than me. But somehow I am the worst at making coffee. Mm. Um, my current method is to get the dish I make the, the, the pot I make pasta in. And I just boil as much water as I can and add enough coffee until it's like a huge vat of cauldron of coffee. Just so I have like a shitload of coffee. Um, but it is gross. So, Sounds a little gross, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we don't have there's no there's a there's a theme song, but there's nothing that plays. So, well, this is thirty podcasts I'm not doing. This episode is called Bummer Songs. I have uh, two wonderful co-host people here. Um, uh, their names are they're gonna say them. Uh, it's a big it's a big reveal. Here we go. Their names are Denise and Rod. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Okay, guys, but also, that sucked. Do it again, but with a little bit more enthusiasm. Denise. <laughs> hey, everybody, and I'm Rod, and I can't wait yeah, to bum Denise. you guys out. Denise? <laughs> Sorry. See how Rod did that? <laughs> okay. But I'm Rod the depressed one, one, remember? <laughs> Say, like, a thing about you or something. Just Like, I know that we, this is our pilot for this show we're doing <laughs> together, but at the same time, you're, you're, the only creative way you can think to introduce yourself is to say it like, you know, uh, like, hi, I'm, De- I'm Denise. <laughs> I, 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 okay, I'm being hard. I'm being hard. That, that's what I have to deal with every week, Mike, seriously. Like, I, I go like, Denise, what did you think about this? Hey, it was okay. No, but here's where she'll screw it up for herself, Rod. It's like, is now, she, because we made fun of her a little, she'll do it better. And oh, like, man. we know she's talented and she can do it. And, and she, it is. She just doesn't like either of us. That's what it is. This is true. I, well, I, I already know she doesn't like me. <laughs> you've got you've got you've got a, a document from the state saying as much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Denise, introduce yourself. Oh, man. Hey, guys, it's Denise here. Oh, God. <laughs> like minimal amount of effort. Yeah. Well, thank you. And everybody else here is very excited to shut off the podcast on you. Um, <laughs> So uh, here, here's here's what we're gonna do today. The name of the, you guys obviously run a, a different podcast, but um, 
and it's about music, which is why I wanted to start this podcast with you. And this podcast is about bummer songs. I have this fascination with um, not necessarily songs that make me sad. In fact, I have a disfascination with uh, songs that make me sad or songs that are meant to make you feel sad. But I do like how it, with every single album that, that comes out, very few of them have bonus features. Very few of them have like making of sort of things on them, but but songs have some of the saddest making of uh, uh, in all of you know media history. They're always much sadder and much more interesting than the song itself. But a song is really a short, other than animation, songs are probably the shortest, the longest amount of work for the smallest amount of content. So it's it's pretty fascinating that we don't get these backstories on it. And I also know nothing about music. Um, what do you guys think of this idea as a show? I like it. I think it's a legitimate idea, especially because you're right. I, you know, I never thought of it that way about how, like, there's so much work goes into animation. Um, I have a friend the other day who was telling me that there's, like, some anime that every single frame was, like, hand-drawn. And it's, like, a full-feature movie. And I was like, dang, that's crazy. That's insane. He said it took, like, a decade or something to put it together. And I was like, damn, that is crazy for sure. And so when you brought it, that up about the songs, I was like, you know what, that's so true. Because, I mean, most albums run, like, what, like, 45 minutes to an hour at most. Most songs are, like, three and a half to four minutes. But, yeah, yeah, like, like years could go into a song, you know? So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I don't know what Denise thinks about it. Uh, I like the bummer theme. I don't know. I like sad songs. So I think I could listen to a weekly podcast that was like <laughs> that brought me sad songs to listen to. Like every week I'd be like, oh, I never heard this sad song. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But don't, weird. Don't, you feel, don't you feel as though that's not really like that? That, that could be a happy experience for it. I actually just heard um, not Tim McGraw, another big um Another big uh, 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 recording artist. Oh man, I like because I like pop country because I think because I don't like bummer songs. I like really inane, stupid uh, shit. And um, <laughs> wait, was it Dirk Bentley or uh, Brad Paisley? Brad Paisley or Garth We're getting Brooks? closer in the, of that ilk. I uh, think it was Brad Paisley. I don't want to misquote this. <laughs> I might have listen. I might have to look this up right now as to as to who said this, um, but. <laughs> He said he said um, he's talking about a song and he's like, yeah, it's not a love song. I don't really give a crap what we're singing about. It's the tunes that matter. And I was like, yes, that's like what I want. <laughs> that sounds like Brad Paisley. That sounds like something he would say. Yeah, <laughs> it does sound like something Brad Paisley would say. And so, like, I was so psyched to hear him say that because I was saying this to people for months because you know I live in Brooklyn. Not a lot of my friends when I tell them like I listen to pop country are like, "Yay, great, me too." <laughs> They're mostly like, "Please don't talk to me." Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 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 that made me feel good to know that I wasn't just making I wasn't just degrading the art. There were other people that were feeling like, "Yeah, I'm just singing." Like it just the words don't always mean what it's about. Like I am a singer. And I I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so we will get right now to uh, uh, where we are going here. I'm trying to pull up some information, and this is what we call Phil in the podcast industry. Oh, I love it. Fill it up. Okay. All right. Maybe you guys know this. Okay. I'm trying to find – I'll start us off with this. I'm trying to find a heavy rock band sort of of the, of the hair metal era made an album. I actually found two more that also bummed me out. But I wanted to start with this because this was sort of on the fringes before we get to your stories. Um I found that uh, Led Zeppelin's cover, Houses of Holly, has all these underage w children and their butts. 
Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the one I was looking for. Scorpion's yeah, virgin, virgin killer. killer. Yeah. But that would be a commentary. I think these people were stupid. <laughs> no, wait, this is it. Yeah, nice. I'm, I'm so happy that I know exactly which one. That was. <laughs> well, the Google machine told me. The Google machine told me. I, I had Google no... This, this is definitely her, and this is definitely it. So if you haven't seen the album cover, it's a, a, an underage girl, and she is not only naked, but in, a, you know, this, this, this Houses of Holly one, which I've never seen the cover of this, you know, chalk that up to the modern age of where we, like, why would I ever see an album cover now that I think about it? Um, <laughs> but I actually think butts are cute. Butts, butts on little kids are pretty adorable. That's yeah, um, true. I actually aren't even really, unless you're a sicko, I'm not really bothered by... By, by kid nudity. Uh, but if you haven't seen this this album cover, and thank you so much, Rod, for for, for helping me find it. Um, she's you know posing like a a, a pinup. She it's 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 a very underage looking girl, and she's posing as a pinup. And then there is like what looks like a bullet hole sort of crack in the glass, covering up her uh, Denise. I believe they're called who uh, late late lady giblets. What are they, what's the technical? <laughs> I just called Magoo. Oh, Magoo. <laughs> Wait, what was yours? Magoo. Magoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, well, I guess I'm not having sex today. <laughs> child porn and the word Magoo. No, Bagoo. Uh, wait, hold on. One more time. Bagoo. Bagoo. Oh, gross. Bagoo, <laughs> like with a V. Like a vagina, but like a Bagoo. <laughs> This is getting very weird. I don't like how many times it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> but uh, Magoo, pretty horrible. Bugoo, not great. Vagoo. <laughs> we're going v- like Vagoo. Yes. yes. Honestly, strangely enough. That's, that's what she calls it. Now, now I'm aroused. Now <laughs> we're it's somehow dipped below the line uh, 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 to do that. I'm going to be honest here. We're going to read off of Wikipedia because I had a great source before about this this uh, this album cover, but we just got to keep recording. Um, uh, one of their, uh, their guitarists says, we didn't actually have the idea. The record company, um, it was the record company. The record company guys were like, even if we have to go to jail, there's no question that we'll release that. On the song Virgin Killer, time is the virgin killer. But then we had to do interviews about it, and we said, look, listen to the lyrics, and you'll know what we're talking about. We're using this only to get attention. That's what we do. Even the girl we met, uh, her 15 years later, we had no problem with the cover. Okay, yeah, that doesn't fucking excuse anything. Growing up in Europe, sexuality, of course, not with children, was very normal. Oh, this is much worse. (laughs) Right? (laughs) This is, I just want to let everyone know that child porn, if you ever get even close to it, there's no, like, don't try to defend yourself. Yeah, that's you're, for sure. You're just going to get, although the former lead guitarist said a really great quote, quote, which is what everyone should say, looking at the pictures today makes me cringe. It's not okay. She was 15. She is fucking naked. And at the very least, someone had to explain to her. Like what? No, I think she's younger than she 15. was ten. Wikipedia says she was yeah. ten. Fuck me. Yeah, but dude. don't, cause gross. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is, like what? Like why? That's 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 gonna ruin that out. Do you guys own this album? No, no, no. no. Sadly, I do not. <laughs> 
Rod, once again, what? Sadly? <laughs> well, I'm sure the well, music on the it music is great. The music on it was, <laughs> is really good. <laughs> uh, that would have been great to have that like on on a on a record, you know, like a huge like 12 inch cover or something. It's like, yeah, that's my favorite album, everybody. I can't. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the track but listing was. What do you What do you think about this? Not only from someone who has a vagoo, but <laughs> as someone who is a human, like. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with people. I. I mean, I know this was, what year was this, like 1976 or whatever. So I know it was like an older time or whatever. Not an older time. Okay, here's the thing. People try to excuse this one too. Like I've said this publicly before. I don't listen to big, to, to, to Notorious B.I.G. or Biggie Smalls or whatever whatever his real name is. I find him to be a disgusting homophobe. And like people will say to me like that was a different time. And I was like, it was 1993. We were like that. That was post AIDS crisis. That the stuff he says is so hateful and just takes me out of the song that like I, I can't listen to him anymore. But like 1970s, that's after the sexual revolution. I'm pretty sure we're not having sex with kids. Yeah, like I like I know. I'm just saying. Like I don't know what's wrong with people. This I I don't know. <laughs> Even now. <laughs> Do you know, do you like music and shit? I like music, yeah. What's the saddest song, like the making of song that you've ever heard? The saddest song I've ever heard? Like think about like, like if it's about like some like, like he wrote the song and then like he, he slipped on pasta. Love will tear us apart. Oh, making of, I'm saying, what I Not the saddest song ever, like a, like a making of. You gotta give me a second to think about that one. I will. You're gonna keep on this, all right. Um, Why not? I don't know that many making of songs, actual. Me neither, but that's why I was asking. I don't know about anyone slipping on bus. <laughs> uh, the making of Under Pressure is pretty sad to me. Why? Because they were under a lot of pressure, they were on a cocaine binge. and they, Is that real? That, that is real, yeah. And so they wrote they, a David song? Bowie and, and Freddie Mercury, no, they. Yeah, they were supposed to write under pressure. They had the song written, but they actually were under pressure, and they went under. They went through a, like a, a couple, like a day cocaine binge, like finishing the song. Don't fuck with me. I'm not fucking with you. This is this is real, from the internet. These are internet facts, by the way. But that's a good one. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury and David Bowie went on a cocaine binge to finish the song Under Pressure, which is hence the under pressure part of Under Pressure. This and is the writing, not the recording, by the way. Right. That's it. That's a podcast. Okay. Uh, see, this is what I mean about the production. Maybe this is better that we don't know that these people are just horrible. I don't have to listen to this crap about, well, we're just trying to get people's attention. You know, it's a publicity scam. Lots of ways. You, you could have given out ice cream. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We'll move to your guys' stories. I have a few more to, to, to plop in every once in a while, um, but let's hear it. Oh, okay. What, so, what, what, bum, what bummer stories you got for us? Denise is gonna go first, I think. Is it a bummer story or is it a bummer song? I thought it was a bummer song, but I guess the story that goes along with it is also part of it. Yeah. I mean, you're. Okay. I mean, you're wrong, but <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bummer stories. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer production stories about songs. Bummer production stories about songs. Do you have oh, one? Man. 
That's the way I understood it. Um, Wait, Rod, you got it? I got, I got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's hear it. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so mine is, um, well, I got it and I sort of got it. Here we go. Hear me out. Hear me out and then you tell me if I got it. All right, so the one I picked. <laughs> the right, one... Be, Denise, Denise, you will obviously get to share all your things, but, uh, it, it, you know, um, it's a pilot. So we're always, yeah, every pilot. pilot is getting their legs. So don't worry about it. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. There you go. <laughs> I like that. All right. So, okay. So here's the song I chose. Well, not the song. Well, yeah, it's this, well, actually it's the whole album. All right. So the album I chose is it was triumph. We once proposed and it was basically a tribute album by Glenn Hansard to Jason Molina, who was uh, a singer songwriter from Ohio uh, who died of alcoholism. He had like a decade-long battle with alcoholism and he just, um, he wrote these really depressing songs, right? And basically what happened was pretty much for a whole entire decade, he was just, he lost, he, he was just a complete alcoholic. And I have a couple of things here from one of his close friends who I guess described some of the phone calls that he was getting. And he was saying that, uh, he would get like these disjointed calls of him singing new songs, of him crying, of him just passing out on the floor. And then he'd laugh. He'd remember some stupid random story about us singing a song together on stage in Virginia, then more crying, then dead air, then drifting. And again, this wasn't the J-Mo I knew. It bothered me then as it does now. So he wrote this on his website uh, before uh, Jason Molina passed away. Um, and then, but then, you know, a, a year later, he died in March of 2013. Um, yeah, like he, he just lost his battle with alcoholism. And I just think it's, it's pretty freaking sad. And so from that death, two years later, uh, Glenn Hansard, who was a close friend of his, he, he was more of a fan. When, when Jason Molina put out his first um, EP, um, what do you call it? It was called uh, Songs Ohio. No. Yeah, yeah, it was the Songs Ohio. He put it out, I think, in like 2000 or something. Um, what do you call it? Like Glenn Hansard, who's one of our favorite like singer songwriters ever. Uh, he kind of heard it. So I don't, I don't know them. And obviously we don't play music on any of my, of my shows. We, we, you know, we get uh, uh, music from people that make it for us. We don't have any ass cappery around here. We don't have the ability. Can you sort of, I don't know him. What type of music is it? Am I talking about Glenn Hansard or Jason Molina? Well, both. Who's the alcoholic and uh, what's his type of music? And then we'll get to, you're about to talk about his friend, right? Right, right, so, right. What was the the guy who was an alcoholic? What type of music was he making? Oh, okay, so the guy who was an alcoholic, he had like three different projects, right? He had a bunch of stuff that he released on his own just before he even started playing, and that was more like singer songwriter, like acoustic stuff. And then he put together that project called Songs Ohio. I'm not mispronouncing it. That's the way it is, because <laughs> I know Denise is looking at me like you're saying that wrong. It's Ohio. <laughs> anyway, um, and that was that was that was. That was more like electrified, I guess. He had like a drum machine that would kind of just be going in the background. So it had a little bit of like an industrial backbeat with just like electric guitar and stuff. Still very basic, minimal, you know, work. And then he put out his big band, I guess, quote unquote, which was a Magnolia Electric Company. And that was more of just like a full on rock band. It, it, it had a more fuller sound, I guess. Um, and then Glenn... What year, what year are we talking about? Uh, well, Songs Ohio, his... his his uh, second project came out around the 2000s and then oh. yeah and then his stuff with um with uh, magnolia electric company was like in the mid 2000s he kind of stopped making music and like went away 
um, like around 2003. So it was probably, no, it was a little bit before that. So yeah, so like 2003 is when he kind of stopped making music and stuff. Um, so yeah, and then Glenn Hansard, he's just straight up just Irish singer-songwriter. He just plays like just acoustic guitar and sings. Like, he, sometimes he'll have like a backing band, but you know, it's just very acoustic, very minimal stuff. Um, if you're at all familiar with like Damien Rice, it's kind of like that. They're both Irish singer-songwriters. Um, who else would you describe? I am, I am not familiar with any of these references. As <laughs> no. I've said in the past, I know nothing about music. I, I rely on two or three people and, and, and possibly four or five, depending on if I start to feel comfortable asking you guys for advice. But I will. I, this is how these conversations literally go. And I've described them to people, Rod, and people don't believe me. I will send someone a song and I'll say, is this good? And these two or three people will tell me whether I'm supposed <laughs> to like them or not because I don't I don't have the education I don't really think I have the taste. Yeah, yeah. no, and I'm the same way. Like I, I have like a few people that like will that I I hold their their um their opinion in high regard I guess. And so if they tell me like oh check this people out I'll be like oh cool yeah. And by the way, quick correction I went on the old Wikipedia much like a. It is Ohio. <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Fucking no. idiot. Denise, hit him in the head with a frying pan. <laughs> but um, no, Magnolia Electric Company went, went all the way through 2009. So he came out with that after um, he canceled the tour. That was Four Songs Ohio. That's when he kind of started um, his alcohol addiction. It started around 2003. So that's where that he took that kind of a break because he canceled the tour supposedly because of like health re reasons, which were his alcoholism. But none of that was made public until... I think 2009, when he finally came out and said that, you know, he had, you know, a drinking problem and he'd been struggling with it for like since 2003. And, um, and yeah, and so he just didn't make it, I guess. And then, so then finally, after he died two years later, when Glenn Hansard got some of his um, band members from Songs Ohio and they put together this, I think it's like five song EP or something. And so, yeah, so... Okay, you know what I just realized about like sulfur and stuff like that? You're, you're, you notice how like people always talk about sulfur being present whenever there's like the devil's around? Oh, That's just an excuse, right? It's just Christians really uncomfortable with like farting. Right. <laughs> ah, it's the devil! Where is he? <laughs> Satan's in here! This day's going great! <laughs> you know? Okay, I am a podcaster. It is traditional to boo. This is the only person that gets it. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing a podcast about um, uh, 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 bummer stories about songs. So, like, not necessarily bummer songs, like songs that bum you out, but stories about the productions of songs that are, like, really depressing. Do, 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 do you, you seem to be, do you have one? Do you know? Wait, can you, would you mind coming up here? And I know nothing depressing about Dolly Parton. Would you mind coming up? I, I'm recording right now. Please, please. Otherwise, uh, yes, clap, clap. This is how we make people do things. Come on up. You don't have to know too much. Oh, so it's all stolen. Oh, great. Oh, great. No, it's not like any of us are trying to get on Comedy Central. Now we have plagiarism charges on us. Why didn't you tell me that from when you started? God damn it. For fuck's sake. Okay, so it's stolen. You know one? Please, please come up here. Guys, clap, clap for, for whoever this person is. Do you have a name? Hillary. Hold on, Hillary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put both oh. my mics together. Our oh, forces combined create so shitty content. Okay, so uh, what's your name again? Hillary. Hillary, tell me your story about- 2016. Uh, her name is Hillary, right now her name is, when Hillary updates, 
It might, she might be named Beth? I don't know. Why did you wait 2016? What's a story about a, a song that's a bummer? Could you tell us? I was at a Smiths cover band concert. <laughs> right, just so you know, you don't have to finish even, but I will let you keep telling the story. I'm sad now. I was in college, and we did like a yearly cover show that I would always get hurt at. And I got there, and I got really, really high, because I was like, I'm going to enjoy you know. the shit out of this. Yeah. And I got there, and I know, like, I love Morrissey. Like, I love me some Morrissey. He's a beautiful man. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. And I know, I know, like, their entire discography. And I got there, and I was really fucking high. I was looking around, and I was, like, way too excited to the point where I was, like, panicking. Right, it is a Smith cover band, yeah. and you're like, yeah! I just wanted to hear their songs and sing them out loud into the microphone with them. And I, they started playing, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. I was like, I don't recognize this song. Yes. I was like, it's okay, it's okay, I'll know the next one. And the next one comes on, and I'm like, I don't know this song either. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. And then so I was like, shit, I guess I'm not as big of a fan as I thought I was of them. And I start looking around, and I'm like, wait, does everybody else know these songs? Wait, what if I'm not a good as enough of a fan as I thought I was? Wait, Smith's fans are really sensitive. Like, what if they all just, like, are really depressed because they don't know these songs either? What if they all want to kill themselves right now? And so I'm looking around, I'm just, like, looking at people, and I'm like, don't kill yourself, please. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. And then at the end of the show, I realized um, they played all New Order songs. I think you were hoping for a different reveal reaction from everyone, but but I but I but yeah yeah yeah. Let's do it. Please please. She says no 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 stay here. She's gonna do it again, and we're all gonna because and we're all gonna react the way that she wants because I don't know enough about the Smiths or anything to so we're all gonna do it. Okay, so one more time, and then and what did you figure out what happened? They were playing. See, see that poster over there? It says New Order. They were all playing New Order songs. The music was coming from inside the house. Thank you so much, Bethany, 6.7. We did it. Racial indifference. I don't know what that handshake was. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Let's move on to a guy who had a manageable drug problem and died for, for different reasons. Um, Freddie Mercury. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, one of the great things about Freddie Mercury that I have is, um, is a lot of his songs uh, uh, don't bum you out. A lot of them are sort of pump-up songs. But after uh, he dies, I've always you know, sort of seen some of these songs as ironic or whether he knew uh, what was going to happen to him, sort of you know, uh, self-made manifesto. Um, Freddie Mercury has all these songs that after he dies, of course, from uh, AIDS, is, uh, you know, are very strange, like um, – Somebody to Love, which was recorded way before I believe he he even had HIV, um, was you know to me now sounds like a different song, uh, where you know he he talks about in the song, um, you know he's sick like the character in the song is sick and like it's hard for him to go anywhere and he feels like he's unloved from from some some disease and you wonder whether now what the meaning of that song is you know it, it's hard to to parse the difference there in in, in after his death. Um, even sadder than that, if you want to talk about people changing identities, uh, so, you know, keeping up identities, uh, do you guys know Freddie Mercury's real name? 
Oh, he had like a weird name, right? I don't know it off the top of my head, but... Denise? No. Farouk Bolsara, who of course was born in India. And a lot of people are not only, you know, obviously he was told pretty directly, as, as I've seen from some documentaries, to not share his, uh, his homosexuality because they were very convinced it would at the time of, you know, 70s and 80s hard rock that it would uh, turn off their predominantly straight audience. But um, he also uh, was one of the most famous Asian singers of all time. Freddie Barak was, uh, uh, Farak Bulsara was, of course, born in India um, and was full-blooded Indian. Um, born, born of per, per, uh, Persian descent and grew up in Tanz- Tanzania. But, uh, you know, the same, the, same, the same sort of applies. People... People are quite upset that he did not come out on either end. Uh, he could have been a real hero to some people. It's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was also like a practicing Zoroastrian, like that Zoroastrianism, which is from that same region, which would make sense, I guess. Um, but going back to your to your observation about how like yeah, now you go back and listen to a lot of these Freddie Mercury songs, and you're like, ah, that's kind of weird. It was kind of the same thing that with the uh, with the song that you know I I really liked off the the Glenn Hansard album, which is Being in Love, which kind of talks about, you know, just this volatile relationship and, you know, just how, like, there's a couple of lines in there that kind of talk about, like, um, the heart is a wicked fuel to burn. And then, uh, what does it say? Something about, like, oh, like, I'm kind of worried about what happens when all of this is over, but I'm sure even when that happens, we'll find some, some more things to burn. And I just think, like, the connection to that and, like, alcohol being, like, a flammable, you know, flammable or whatever, and it's just like sure. you could compare that, re- like this song, to his relationship with alcoholism and stuff like that. Um, although this song was like in 2000, and he didn't you know, supposedly his addiction didn't start until 2003. But I just thought, like, oh man, that's interesting. So yeah, I, I like the way that you kind of went back on the Queen song. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like Denise, lay, yes. uh, lay it on me. You will only re- receive half credit for your podcast contribution, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. What do you got for us? What songs do you have? Um, I mean, I guess I just like the only thing I could think of is like an album or whatever that just had some deaths right before it and following it. Um, so, um, that's a <laughs> blaster by Scott Weiland and the wild bouts. Oh yeah. And the, uh, the day before it came out, correct? Yeah. The guitarist Jeremy Brown died and they were right about to go on tour and everything. And so I think that was just I think that hit Scott Weiland hard. Um, like that was his best friend. That was well, not his best, but that was like a good friend. Like that was obviously like someone that he collaborated with. And then just like finding that replacement and and going on tour. Um, I feel like that like really took a toll on him. And eventually, like I mean, Blaster was the last album that Scott Weiland put out before his death. So, and he died on that tour. I mean, he was about to play at a bowling alley like in what tennessee no it was or, like in the midwest yeah midwest like yeah and i don't know for me like that that's a bummer because i i enjoyed that album i we had pre-ordered we're huge scott wyland fans we had pre-ordered that it was a good album um we had actually heard a lot of the songs off off of it like before um in a previous kind of just he was kind of just debuting songs i guess yeah he, he had a show yeah he had a show at the troubadour which is a small little venue in uh, hollywood and the really cool fact 
Uh, he had it, I guess, to promote the new album, but they also used some of the footage for a music video for the first song off of the album. And so, like, if you look really hard, you could totally see us in the music yeah. video, which is pretty cool. Anyway. I've heard this story, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. That's a bummer to me. Like, that's a bummer for me, like, on this album. So I just to think, like, this is his last album. This is all I'm going to get from him, and we would see him every tour. That's That's sad for me. Cool, fun. Oh god, I got. Oh my god, it's so far. This is uh, such a long distance. Uh, it's my first time here. Uh, did we do all the venue jokes and everything? Uh, if everyone's sick, bathroom looks like Jason Bourne had a fight in it for the men. Okay, just every someone. I just. I don't want to do it if someone did it. Okay, okay. That's it. That was the whole joke. I was just making sure. Captain America and Iron Man, fill in your action hero. What the fuck happened in there? Um, I'm a podcaster. It's traditional to boo. One more time. There is audience participation. I am a podcaster. It is traditional to boo. Boo. Thank you. With more hatred for the art. Um, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing a, a podcast about uh, uh, music. And I'm trying to find stories about songs that, are, in the production of them, are bummers, okay? So not, do not tell me that Stan is a sad song, okay? That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for the making of a song, something sad happens in it. So what I do in this scenario is I will wait until someone wants to come up here and tell me on mic if they have a story about, a, a, a sad story about the making of a song. So I'm just going to hang out. Anyone? Sad, sad, what? For real? Yeah, oh, absolutely, you're on mic. Yeah, round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, one more time, what's your name? Uh, my name's John. John, it's the first time I meet. Okay, tell us your story about, a, a, about whatever I said. Uh, well, Tears in Heaven was originally supposed to be about uh, who, Steve Vai, I think, or another guitar. Don't look to me for advice. Okay. Another thing, I know nothing about music. I, Stevie Ray Vaughan. It was supposed to be about. Come help! Come help! Okay. He was supposed to be about Stevie Ray Vaughan and about the two of them meeting up in heaven. And then while he, while uh, Eric Clapton was in the process of writing that song, his own uh, son ran and uh, jumped out of a window by accident. And so now, and so it was supposed to be way over dramatic, and then it and was it, about. And, that, and now it's just over dramatic about two people's deaths instead of one person's death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I laugh right away? Because <laughs> I knew the part with him, with the kid, and the thing, and the, all that, because I had a cousin that fell through a screen door. But, but, but that, is, that is horrible. That's the worst. How much time do I have left? <laughs> uh, you have a minute and 45. Anyone got some other horrible story? Because <laughs> I'm just trying to... You, are you itching? Okay. That's I, 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 love, I love dead air. I will wait. If anyone's got one, we'll, wait, we'll use the time. Anyone? Maybe someone bumped anything. They bumped their toe in making a song. It'll all count. It's okay. I dream for, I dream for this. I wait for it. I, the experiment is I can't do anything else. You know, I, I have to just wait for someone to have a story. So you, when you give me the light, you give me the light, and, I, and I'm hanging out up here. No, but actually, uh, Kathy, right? What the fuck happened in that bathroom? Do you know? Have you been in the men's bathroom? There's physical holes in the wall. Like ones you would have, oh boy, I gotta go. No one else has a song about music. I, I, I can count on other people to be music fans. I know nothing about. Did you notice before when my only sad song I could think of was Stan by Eminem? <laughs> These are all signs. 
I don't know fucking shit about music. <laughs> uh, this is a good mic. Do you like Morton Salt? Oh, uh, no, it's a wrestling thing. And they just took the Morton Salt thing? Yep. Yeah, I'm glad to see they were st that everything they do is fake. It's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. That's not their icon. Hey, guys! This was me, or whatever I was. This is a fun mic. Thank you. I'm not going to muse on what death means. We happen to have hit on a lot of death. But yeah. it, you know, it, it, it is pretty interesting that we generally don't give a crap un until these people die. And I think one of the weird things about musicians in general, especially the touring musician, who is a – it's a relatively new model, you know, um, it, it, especially in the scope of all of art. Uh, one of my favorite artists of all time and – this is amazing because these are two of, of, of my favorite people and their names are really similar. Okay, Fritz Lang is the filmmaker and Franz Liszt is the, 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 um, <laughs> the, 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 the pianist. Franz Liszt is, is considered to be one of the first people that is like a, a traveling artist. He is doing Night After Night. He was a, a, a if you haven't heard Franz Liszt, he is, re if you're really trying to get into to, to, uh, uh, classical music, if you haven't already, um, this is the only – I have very few subjects where I'm an expert or know anything about music, you two. So I'm going to milk this motherfucker for all it's worth. <laughs> do it. Do it. Modest Mazorski's uh, Pictures at an Exhibition is a really great uh, way to get into it because they are all two-minute songs. Uh, one of the first times that happens in uh, classical music history and I think almost in music history other than like religious hymns. Um, you know, a classical artist doing two- or three-minute songs. Um, that was another bummer song, though. I'll hit on that. Uh, <laughs> Modest Mazorski made all these songs. It's called Pictures at an Exhibition because his friend had died. And uh, he had an exhibit slated, and his friend died, and then the exhibit went up. And uh, the album can is actually also considered to be one of the first albums with a music video. And this was – I'll tell you when Pictures at an Exhibition was made. Um, pictures – uh, uh, nonetheless, it's not – it's um, before 1991 uh, when we started to get uh, videos on computer. Wait, I'll tell you when it was. It was like 1874 or something? If you can Google faster than me, I'm going to kick you right in the dick. <laughs> uh, 1886 is when it actually comes out. And it said about this that it's the first uh, album with uh, a music video because you can look at each of the pictures and then look at this and have the song accompanying it. Uh, for the first time, really, that other than in plays where you're seeing someone uh, use a direct a direct connection between a visual medium and uh, an audio medium like a, like a song. So pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. And then another good one to get into is Franz Liszt because – He's a rock star. He just goes from place to place, fucking women. I mean, this is literally it. This guy is also from, you know, <laughs> back in the day around when, when these people are just listening to piano. He's going around having sex with women, drinking. He, people, people would literally swoon. He's, like, considered to be the first heartthrob. Ooh. But other than that, um, there's not really a lot of people doing that, you know? 
it, it's it's a new career. So I think death is one way that we we end up like having 2020 vision on these people because they live crazy lives. You know, I can't imagine being on the set of Harry Potter as a kid. Yeah. And it's the same thing with recording artists. Like I don't have any scope for how hard that life is. Yeah. 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 And actually, yeah, toward the end, he, I, I guess a lot of these older acts that, you know, are, are kind of like quote unquote washed up now or whatever, but they still got to, you know, make a buck and all that. Like, yeah. That, and, and a lot of music artists, even now just coming up, they, they'll tell you like, oh no, we don't really make money off like album sales anymore. We make money off like touring and merchandise and this and that. And um, so, yeah, like, the, like Scott Weiland, he has a pretty good interview where he kind of says that, you know, he hated touring at, at a certain, what, the time that this interview happened. And you could see he probably hated it even more toward the end there because, like Denise mentioned, he was going to play at a freaking bowling alley in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Going from, like, playing huge venues with his band, you know, back in the day, Stone Temple Pilots and all that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Touring. If it was my choice, I would play at nothing other than bowling alleys. Honestly, that's, that's what I like. That's where I want my career to be. I was reading the book Exodus by Leon Uris. Uris? I don't know how to... I don't know who it is, so I'm not going to pronounce it. I, I figured, um, just based on our conversation about reading. Um, and I was not listening to music, but I fell asleep while reading. And I was crying because the book is sad. I was like 12. I don't know why my parents let me read this book. It's horrible. It's about how they, they took Jews from the Holocaust that were displaced and took them to Israel, and they got turned away. And it was, It's a horribly terrifying book to read at any age, and especially when you're not old enough. And um, I heard This has to do with music at some point. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I'm getting Great. It. I'm not disparaging your peoples or anything like that, but I am going to cut it out if it's not about music. Great. Uh, so I heard a song in my head while dreaming after reading that book. And I have been trying to find out what song that is for the last 13 or 14 years. I don't know what song it was. I just I can just sing like a portion of it. And I just don't know what song it is. That's terrifying. I told you it's sad. It's really sad. God's angry at you is the message I'm getting from that. If you're some, that's, that's a message from beyond. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you know it? Could you hum it? Not really. Can you play it on a lout? That would be very it's like, mythical. It's like... It sort of sounds like Cat Stevens in my head, but I don't think it is. One more, t- one more time. Well, a lot of people listen to this podcast, like like thousands of people. So hopefully, really? hopefully someone will hear it and, 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 and they'll write in and be like... I, too, was haunted by that music dream. <laughs> Are we going to die? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or what, the, prefer, more preferably, what the song yeah, is. Yeah. All right. Denise, lay one on us. Give us one more. Oh, man. That's all bad. <laughs> all, right, all right. I'm just going to go with... Go. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm going to go with the song that I wanted to go with. And then I'm not sure if it's like sad or different. This is a sad song that was like overplayed on TV and in movies. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, really? Like you're using this? Like, I mean, maybe it was a sad scene, but this is a fade into. I just think I have some cool facts on this by Mazzy Star and um, or Maisie Star, whoever you want to say it. I beef with someone. Star. Huh? No, it was a callback. It's okay. He said Ohio star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this came out in 1993 off her second album. So, um, so it's night that I might see. And it 
It was number 44 on the billboards like in the USA and in uh, 48 in the in the UK. And this song has been like, you know, the song, right? Fade into you. I feel like it's really Fade popular. Fade into you. I don't like it. But yeah, I know it. I, I know it. Yeah. OK, so it's a sad song. Like, I, th- I think I couldn't play it for for a few years, maybe a decade without crying. Oh, geez. But it has <laughs> been used. I can listen to it now. It's been used in 10 films that I can count, um, that I counted on Wikipedia. Yeah. I got to say, this list of movies is not a bad weekend, but it's not a great list of movies. (laughs) (laughs) But still. (laughs) The only real standout here is Starship Troopers and Jawbreaker. But um, I hope you guys listen to the episode because a big part of it has been submitting, and I want everyone to submit their ideas. This is sort of the end to to keep the podcast going, which was another inspiration for the show, you two. Um, We want people to uh, send in. uh, We usually post what episodes are going to be up next, and, of course, the list of the 30 are there. Rod has already submitted for uh, the one coming out in two weeks, and I'm really excited to play his clip for that. Nice. And we'll have have dropped into – this one, some samples from people I've gotten out in the world, and there are some pretty good stories. Ones that actually no overlap. Oh, um, nice. We didn't we didn't even talk about Eric Clapton, which I did get someone to talk about, um, and we did get someone to talk about I think about Brian Wilson. I don't know. We didn't mention Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson's sad to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's just a sad man. It's so sad because I feel with him like right away. I think when I was okay, we're gonna end on Brian Wilson, and I because I don't know if you know this about me. I hate artists talking about being artists. I try to avoid it at all times, unless it's like, especially in the world of what you're already listening to. Like you guys do a podcast where artists, where music musicians talk about be, doing music, mm-hmm. and so it's different. You know, you guys are sort of the behind the scenes of music right now. You're the closest thing we have. Oh um, shit. <laughs> But I don't like it when someone's on their own thing saying saying how how it is to be them. Mm. But when I was a young artist, I think I empathized with Brian Wilson a lot. And now that I'm getting more experienced and and a and a professional, I think that dude is a little whiny baby. I mean, <laughs> the stuff the stuff with if you don't know his dad was really abusive. But the thing of like making an album and then someone else did it, like get over it. Like you have to make so many things as a professional artist that the idea that like someone stole your idea now we're only the second most popular band oh no like (laughs) shut up what what a whiny baby and i understand that probably some of it is just you know regular mental illness and that i shouldn't be making fun of him but if that's the logic if the logic is that the breakdown is caused if it doesn't have to do with the abuse and the depression if from a face value the breakdown is caused because someone made a album similar to yours in the same era of making music what? Are you kidding? You don't think that's going to happen? I, 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 the other day, confused Guns N' Roses. Not Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith. Because they're yeah, the fucking yeah. same. Yeah. Because they're that. the fucking same. <laughs> but those idiots go on to just make the same fucking music over and over again. And they're, they're fine, Brian. Pick up guitar. It's a... It's like he's heard nothing about art. Like, there's eras of art where music are similar. Yeah. Like, get over it. Oh. But what if but someone I, copies uh, your podcast idea? Like, I feel like I would have a right to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't think people blow up my shit all the time, Denise? Like, I'm a, I, honestly, I'm a popular show. We do some popular shows. People try and blow up my shit all the time. And, like, you, you hear it. But all I do is, like, I just got to be better. They they, they they hate us because they ain't us. Like that, that's like, 
I mean, think about the other world of 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 making things. Podcasts take me uh, like the hardest podcast I've ever to, did to make took me two weeks. Okay, so I have an opportunity to come and hit it in another way. I'll be in production with movies for like months and years, and then someone is close. Yeah, I freak out, but you know, you learn as you grow. Like, just keep going. Just be better. Don't like give it up. I had a friend this year. Great podcast. Listen to this podcast. Oh, let's do. Let's. You know what? Let's dive into this because this is sort of a podcast. <laughs> podcast. Not listen to this podcast. Another good show. But let's read together. He had this idea for this podcast. He had it first. It was called Let's Read Together. It was a podcast where comedians improvise the plots to books. Okay. Uh huh. Year later, Super Ego, very popular podcast, does literally the same thing. I mean, literally the same the same idea for a show, and. The thing, the, all that he, you know, all that you can say to that person is, is be better. I, I hear people sort of doing our bits. You know, when we started coming out, we, we were, we were at like episode 25 and then all of a sudden what happens at the top of the charts, a little podcast called guys, we fucked all of a sudden oh, becomes yeah. a really popular podcast at, and they have been doing it for a hundred episodes. So, but for, and I had never heard of them, you know, they, they were not a popular podcast before then. Yeah. And. Do you know what I said? I think I spent 13 seconds being annoyed about it. And that was it. Because my show is nothing like their shows, and I just have to be more interesting than them. So let me go back to making fun of the person with mental mental uh, sicknesses. That's who we need to ridicule. Okay? Let me get – you took me off course. I was making fun of a Sorry. sick person. And then you, why would you do that, Denise? I was trying to, to ridicule someone with a disease. <laughs> I just no. wanted your opinion. I, uh, what happened? I just wanted your opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. If so, I mean, I'd be pissed, but I'm, 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 I'm the greatest. So I don't, I don't, I don't care. I just got to keep moving forward. Let me get back to making fun of the person who was abused. I get that he had other stuff going on in his life, but if your logic is someone else took my idea, it's like, oh man, you know, just, 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 just get over it. And podcasting are the inspiration. How many? Fucking podcasts sound exactly the same, you know. Yeah. And some of them become popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sh- stop whining, everyone. Just across the board, I don't care if you're Brian Wilson or not. Thank you guys again so much for for doing this, and I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll. I, you guys have been running low on guests. You know, you can always ask me. I'm never doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> that snow doesn't let you. Huh? It's eight o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, trust me. We're the same way. 